Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Fight Fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps with Boxing Social in partnership with Forge Irish Stout, FreeBets.com, Empire Fight Store, and Ready to Fight. And I'm joined now with Eddie Hearn. Eddie, it's good to see you here in Quebec City. Michelle Parsons won't be happy because he's been trying to get me for the last couple of days. Really? Yeah, and I've been swerving him because I've been tired. And then you've steamed straight in. So now I can message him and say, sorry, Parsons, already okay. done Boxing Social. Mm. Sorry. Mm, sorry, Parsons. We got, we got more history, though. Yes, yeah, true. So, true, so true. let's uh, always priority me. Okay. Okay, okay. just kidding. Um, anyways, it's great to see you here. Uh, big fight. Lots going on. Mm. So I kind of want to just jump into it. Not an adverse finding, but a, is it a typical finding? Yeah. Okay, a lot of people are a bit confused as to what the so difference is. <laughs> I think that's the main thing. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's important to say that it's not an adverse finding. So, you know, otherwise you're pointing fingers and suggesting things that may not be true. Mm-hmm. For us, obviously, we received um, uh, a notice from VADA in the middle of December mm-hmm. saying that there was raised levels of HGH and testosterone in, in one of Better Beef's blood samples and then further urine samples or reversed. And obviously when you read those things to the naked eye and yeah. to the fighter, like, what does that mean? Concern. Yeah. Like, but we spoke to Margaret of Vard and they said, look, it's not a fail, it's okay. not an adverse finding, you know, but these things can just occur naturally, yeah. which was also, you know, I think it's also important to say that I'm, I'm being asked these questions. You know, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, Eddie Hearn's pushing this narrative about Better Be. No, Top Rank released the information this week, which I feel like they should have done earlier anyway because like, we should be discussing these things. We, we all need to understand them. And I'm just responding to questions about it. So I'm not here saying it's a disgrace and the fight should be cancelled. I got asked what my opinion was, and obviously we were concerned because we're here to represent Callum Smith. We're being told he's got raised levels of these substances you know but under VADA rules they're supposed to do further tests on that to, to really put us at ease so I don't think that's actually been done in the way we would have liked to have done but he has had subsequent tests that he passed like a week later and it's just a case of saying well understanding why 
is there a spike there and not a week later? Do you know what I mean? And, I, and again, all these things, I have no idea what I'm talking about, really. I just know the substances, and whenever you get told there's raised levels of them, mm-hmm. it's a concern to my fighter and the team. So, you know, um, we are where we are. There's no question of the fight not taking place, because as I said, it's not an adverse finding. So contractually, you know, but... Well, Callum's the one who's obviously getting in the ring on mm. the night, so... How does he feel about it all? I don't think he's. I mean, I don't think anyone would be over the moon. Yeah. You know, and if it's a, a natural thing that's just caused this for Arta Betabiev, he's he's unlucky in in some respect, and that's just what happens. You know, yeah. someone says, "Oh, these levels can be raised by doing squats," and they what, and then they just disappear. Do they? I I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. So, we need like a wider forum of discussion around these things. Have you ever had an atypical not, not for these kind yeah. of substances? Okay. No. Um, I've been doing VADA testing like for fighters for I don't know five six years yeah. so I've never seen anything quite like this mm-hmm. um, but you always you know historically if, if this happens there is an element of investigation because we want to know you know my question to, to Margaret and VADA would be can you categorically tell me mm-hmm. that these results show that he that he is not taking performance enhancing drugs Right. haven't quite received an answer for that yet and I haven't really pushed that but that's the kind of thing you want to know when you're re- protecting your fighter mm-hmm. you know other people saying oh they're getting their excuses ready there ain't going to be no excuses we're not actually um, accusing Arthur Betterbeev of anything mm-hmm. we're just saying that we need a conversation about this right. I think in a, on a wider forum right and is that something that you guys, you know, win or lose, do you guys still intend to ask those questions after the fight? Yeah, I mean, we've asked questions, and, you know, we, we, we're always in communication with Margaret, and they do a great job. I don't think that it's quite been as forthcoming as we would have liked, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's also a very sensitive situation. Yeah. I, I'd prefer positive, negative. That's it. Not something in the middle that's actually not negative, and it's not positive, yeah. but it's alarming. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like, what's that? Mm-hmm. But it's, a, again, a very cloudy subject, as we know. And, you know, if it was my show and my fighter and this information was out there, I think the situation you know, would be very different. And everyone's agreed with me on that. But it you know what's really funny is, I, so I've listened to a few interviews this week, mm. obviously, and you had mentioned that. And the first thing I thought was, you're right. I know, it's true, though, isn't it? But <laughs> you, you literally imagine, would right, have you, been... You that it's announced that one of my fighters... On, on the main event on my show had increased levels of HGH and testosterone. But it was called an atypical and not an adverse finding. I would be absolutely ridiculed from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Interviews, hundreds, of, what are you going to do? This is not acceptable. <laughs> sure, my, my, my fighter would also get the same treatment. Do you know what I mean? But that's, that just comes, I don't want to sound like an arrogant prick, but that comes with being top dog and also having a big mouth. So, but it's true. It's a fact. Like yesterday, no one even really mentioned it. I was absolutely gobsmacked. Mm. You know. Well, you do have us mentioning it. Yeah, you. Maybe, you, maybe yeah, not yeah. in. No, you do. Some no, circles. You do. But even like all the press from Canada, like no one even mentioned it, and I'm like, it's just like brushed under the carpet. Mm. But again, look, I want to make it clear, it's not an adverse finding, mm. but it's also something that we shouldn't just go, ah, oh, it's fine, don't worry about it, because mm. we have to you know look after our fire right um before we move on to the other topics obviously the the fight is lined up with bivol mm. only if better biv wins um do you guys plan to obviously 
I mean, their goal is to make the biggest fights. The Undisputed Mm. is the biggest fight. Whether or not it's better Biv or Smith Mm. against Bivol, is that going to have the conversations you're going to have with... I've already told His Excellency, Callum, you can't make Bivol better Biv because Callum Smith's going to knock him out. And he, but his response is he's, he's willing to make the fight. I don't think he really believes me. Oh, okay. Because he, you know, he, he's a fan. He likes that fight, as, as a lot of people do. But you know, my plan is to call him on Sunday and say, told you, come on, let's make the undisputed. Or if not, look at where we can make the undisputed. I think the winner of this fight on Saturday has to and will fight Dimitri Bivol yeah. somewhere in the world. And, you know, obviously Bivol is... is um, got a plan and, and a contract to perform in Saudi at the moment. You kind of said that he's not going to be here on Saturday night. Yeah, it's not really his style. Yeah, but I mean? it would be great if he was, yeah, though, I, I, I to kind of kick yeah, off the agree. whoever yeah. the winner is, yeah, you I know. Agree. I agree. Okay, so um, Kelbrook actually just mentions his interest to come back and fight. He obviously said it could be against a Chris Eubank Jr., mm. it could be against a Connor Ben. Um, what are your thoughts on him potentially coming back? I'd like him to come back. Yeah. You know, I love Kel. Um, I think after the Khan fight I felt like he still had something to give to the sport that was a long time ago is it two years in February I think since he last boxed Kel that's a long time yeah. but he's still a talent you know and if he can get himself fit and right I think he's going to be a, you know I think he's going to be a, a, in good 147 well not now but 152 yeah. four pound fights and you know when we look at our roster particularly with Connor Ben, you know, I like that fight. I think Liam Smith, if we work with him, that's another good fight. For him, he could look at the Chris Eubank fight as well. Yeah, there are big fights out there for him, but the problem is, is when you've been out for a long time, the money that you might have received a couple of years ago might not be to the same level now. And Kel Brooks made a lot of money in his career, which is nice. And it's going to take quite a bit of money to get him interested in getting back. But I think it would be good. He'll probably also like it having something to do. Because a lot of fighters leave the sport, and what do you do? You know, have you got side businesses? Do you stay in the sport with training? What do you do? And, you know, Kel was always one of those guys that when he was in the gym and when he had something to focus on, he was a happier guy. And I think if he did have a fight again, providing physically he was the same, I'd like to see him box again. Um, just out of curiosity, this is actually the question I wanted to ask you last time. Do you remember? I was like, oh, I forgot. Do you remember when you were on stage and I was like, I remember, I remember. So it was about um, Roy Jones Jr. taking an exhibition fight with Tommy Theory. Yeah. What did you make of that? I, I, I haven't I mean, heard much since I, then, but, you know but he yeah, said it was going to happen. Things like that. I don't think that it really matters what my opinion is. <laughs> because you've got two guys who, I mean, I, I, I don't like seeing Roy Jones in the ring. One of the greatest fighters of all time. Now, you know, fighting solely for money, which he should have because of all his achievements. And Tommy Fury's not a professional fighter anyway, anymore. So... You don't think he's... You don't... You don't consider him a professional fighter? No, he's a he's a YouTube fighter. He, uh, he, if you listen to his interviews, he's kind of acknowledged that. I don't blame him, by the way. He's made millions. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't box professionally. He's not good enough to win anything professionally, but he's good enough to win all these fights at YouTube. He could have another one or two fights at YouTube. He's probably made over 10 million quid. Thank you very much. He would have made 200 grand, 300 grand for the same fight. Um, like, so he, he should be doing what he's doing. But So when I see that as an exhibition, I don't really care. Because it's too... The only thing I think is a little bit sad that Roy has to do that. But you've got to do what you've got to do at the same time. Like, in this world, if you need the money 
and there's a way for him to make I've no idea what he's getting 300 400 a million 2 million whatever it is and that can help him yeah, you know just hope, no, I hope he don't get hurt in these things you know I mean I don't think he will against Tommy but yeah it's a bit of a bit of a naff look for boxing Mayweather Pacquiao too they're talking about having an yeah, exhibition so young like Roy how old's Roy now Fifty something, late fifties, mid fifties. I don't know, but yeah, not the best. Um. <laughs> you win. I win the fight. This is for you. You wear this in the ring. In the you ring. win the fight. No, your next press conference. Okay. Right. I wear a matchroom one. All right. It's a bit big, isn't it? Wow. Well, you ain't as, and you didn't shoot an eighty-two at St Andrews but, either. But also, I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah, but also. We're the underdog. That's okay. So you might have to wear it twice. Do you know what I mean? I've got to get the odds right. <laughs> see, see, I wore boots because the shit's up to here. <laughs> Thank you, though. All right, so challenge it. accepted. I'm going to wear it in the gym as well, okay. and I'm going to post a selfie oh. and tag you in. You want to give him a heart attack? Yeah, I know, yes. I might put it on now for a laugh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, challenge accepted. Yeah, 100%. I'll wear the top-ranked T-shirt anytime. All right, so just to be clear, if you lose, you have to wear this at your next press yeah, conference. No, I'm not put, I can't because my next press conference is Joshua and Garnu. Oh, okay. So I'm not doing that. <laughs> Carl, Carl, just so this is on camera, right? Yeah. I'm not doing... My next press conference is Joshua and Garnu, so I can't do it there. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. So it'll be don't one. Yeah, don't be, don't be, go near yeah, it with that one. Don't go near it with that uh, one. There'll be an alternative okay. plan. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Especially if Nagano happens to land right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no, don't say that. Don't say oh, that, yeah. No. Speaking of which, let's actually step in a little closer, Sorry. Ed. Um, Joshua Ngonu. Okay, big fight. Hear me out, though. Joshua takes the fight with Ngonu, and it's accepted. Fury took the fight with Ngonu. No, seriously. And Fury, no, Fury, and Fury got slaughtered for taking the fight. Yeah, because at the, I slaughtered him. At the time, <laughs> Ngonu had no credentials. So you can't... The reason that you slaughtered... Tyson, but it was considered exhibition yeah, style, which is why he got slaughtered. Tyson Fury took that fight. The team took that fight because they thought it was going to be a joke fight. They thought it was going to, yeah, easy fight, right? I thought it did as well. I hold my hands up. Ngannou is unbelievable. But you can't slate Joshua when Ngannou's just beaten Fury. Well, I don't think or, anybody should have been slated, no, 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 to be but fair. Originally, yeah. listen, on paper, Michelle, let's, let's just have a clear head. A guy that has never had a professional fight, fighting the best heavyweight in the world in his debut should have been a complete mismatch. But Ngannou somehow produced a wonderful performance. Fury was poor, and he should have, or nearly, or could have, lost. He got dropped. He looked petrified. Like So now the fight becomes credible, and I believe it's a straightforward fight for us. I'm sure, it is dangerous. And there isn't a lot of reward. And he also right? knows what he's what he's walking into yeah, as well, because AJ's, I think everybody rode off Ngannou. AJ takes this seriously. He knows how strong Ngannou is. He knows he can punch. Yeah. And, you know, the biggest asset that Ngannou has is mental shrink. He don't give a fuck. But like, he has no fear of Joshua. He will walk him down, and he will throw with him. And, like, I'm, listen, I'm, I believe he stops him, and I believe he wins comfortably. But I'm also quite scared. <laughs> but that's what yeah. you want. You want Jeopardy, right? And it's, it's a, great... a bit of a wild card now in the heavyweight. Listen, you got to respect him. Yeah. You know, 
And when I criticised the fight, I didn't, I didn't mean disrespect to Francis. And I, I, he got a lot of respect from me for that performance. Not that he needs it. Exactly. Yeah. And now, and now he listen. He's had one fight in a heavyweight division. One fight in his pro career. Tyson Fury. His second fight in his pro career is Anthony Joshua. He's winning. Oh, and he's making a lot of money. Good luck to him. Lots and lots of money. Um, another one, a big domestic clash that we would like to see uh, a rematch with. It's Jack Catterall and Josh yeah. Taylor. Do you have any updates in regards to that? We're working through that. I think, you know, sometimes people have this perception of this fight being absolutely massive. And, like, it is. Don't get me wrong. It's a big fight. But it was a long time ago. Josh Taylor lost his belts, like... The story has to be retold, so it's still a really big fight, but we've got to get the numbers right, and that's what we're doing. Carl Moretti, you just saw there, we're working with Top Rank to try and find a way to make it. I think both camps now have made it clear to us they want to make that fight, and I think for the first time, I think Top Rank are looking at it and saying, we think it's the right fight to make as well. So, yeah, ho hopefully we can get that over the line. Um, did you see Teofimo Lopez's rant? I saw you retweet it as well. It was my well, it, it was said, my interview. Said Eddie Hearn is a fluke and a liar. Okay, hold on. And then it came up on my feed, <laughs> reposted by Michelle Joy Phil. I went. That was right. my interview, okay. Eddie. Okay. All right. So. So if, if I, I interviewed interview, you, if I do an interview, and the yeah. guy goes, Michelle Phelps is a. You, you do interviews with people who do slag me off. You do interviews with people it. who slag me off oh, all right, the time. Right, it was noted. It was noted. Oh, shut up. It was my interview. Okay. I was trying okay. to promote that did, it was coming I out. I did actually see the retweet and went, okay, okay, okay yeah. Oh, so you got in your feels about yeah, that? Well, you know, you know, but listen, Teofimo Lopez is on another planet. Another planet. Like, firstly, I don't even know why all this beef with me is because he lost to, 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 to George Cambosas, and he feels that I, like, the, it was my fault that he, he didn't get the decision. Because as you remember his quote after, if this was a top-ranked show, I would have won that fight. What? I mean, fuck, the guy, like, he talks so much shit. By the way, what a fighter. What an entertainer. Amazing for the sport. Do you think a big part of it, though, is just his persona? No, I think he's no? fucking completely deluded, and I think he's on another planet. That is what I think. But sometimes you have to be to do what he does. Right, to go in there and beat Lomachenko, to beat Josh Taylor, you probably got to be a little bit whack. So I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not mad about it. I don't hate the guy. I just listen to his interviews and think, you talk absolute shit. You, we crept over the line for a sellout at, at the theatre. He didn't sell out against Josh Taylor. He talks about the biggest gate in the history of the theatre. Complete rubbish. And by the way, it holds like 3,900. So you're capping about selling 3,800 tickets and you're this megastar that should be getting 20 million. Amazing fighter, but just calm down. Concentrate on your fight. I don't even know if you'll get in the ring against Jermaine Ortiz. This is like, you know. Did you just say capping? That's what the kids say, isn't it? <laughs> I can't with you. You, you kept a straight you, face. You <laughs> when I said it, you kept, you kept you a straight face. I was quite impressed. It flowed. It just flows like well, what, capping? Because, yeah, because I'm reading Twitter all the time, right? Like Riz. And this is I what they, one, right? yeah. what, is, what the fuck does Riz even I mean? I no idea, but cap is one they all use. Yeah, they do. I know. It's like no shit. Yeah. Like no, like no hey, bullshit. How are you, mate? Hi, Bob. Good to see you, right? Hey, Bob, how are you? Good to see you. Bob, just to let you know, Carmoretti's kitted me out. Well, I'll be, I'll, I'll put, might potentially be wearing this at the weigh-in today. <laughs> Carl made me stick it on. Okay, how are you? Doing? How are you? Good, thanks. I'm, I'm. Good to see you, babe. I was about to kiss you on the. Ch oh, you live? At the yeah, we are. Yeah. You live? Not yeah. live, Not but live, we're, we're. We're stirring. No, look. 
I know, yeah, he's working with top rank. He's like, can I do an interview? I went, no, because I'm going to slag off this, this, this. He's like, oh, I won't do an interview then. He's like, okay. Um, Capping, yeah, yeah, so capping. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, okay. So, yeah, but you also have, yeah, your you daughter's know. how old? How, how old is she now? How old? 14 and yeah. 11. Exactly. You know, so Tio's out here straight capping. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. That's good. All right, well, thank you for your time. Is there anything we missed huh? that I can't think of? Catch you tomorrow night. Yeah, okay. Can we actually get an interview tomorrow night? Always. Well, last time you had to rush out. But, you know, you I sort sulk? of look over and you're like, mm, and I go, yeah, just doing these. And you go, oh. No, I didn't. Just, you know what I mean? Okay, that was like three years ago. You keep using oh, that I same just, exact I night. I didn't even know that happened. I was just joking. But anyway. You're a liar. Right. Sorry, Parsons. Sorry, I'm Parsons. I'm yeah. yeah, Just unboxing social, don't worry. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Bye-bye, fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.